You are about to listen to a message preached at Jubilee Christian Center, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Word, Purpose, Worship, Family, and Community. These are the things that we are about at Jubilee Christian Center. Do check us out at experiencejubilee.org. Thank you and God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 He is able. How many of us believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ever ask or think, according to his power that works in us? He is able. This morning we're talking about more times three. More to the power of three. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all. It's only God that could do that exceedingly and abundantly. This morning I've come to stir up your faith. Is there anyone here who feels I'm about to give up on God? I want you to raise up your hand and join me and say, no, it's too late. It's too late to give up on God. Bible makes us to know that he who will not even keep his own child, but give him up for us so that we might live. Hallelujah. Our Father and our God, we thank you. Father, we thank you for what you are set to do in the lives of your people. Lord, we exalt your name. Even as we go into the world, Father, we pray that, Lord, you will talk to us in the name of Jesus. At the end of it all, your name will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. This morning, I've come to share more to power three. More to power three. What does that mean? I was, listen, I was listening to this song, and one of the things, I mean, what, what happens is when we listen to songs like this, is able, it stirs up our faith. It charges us up. Because it strengthens our faith, our belief in God, that what he is able to do all things. To do all things. While I was listening to it, one of the things I saw was someone said, is always believe God for a dream job. And God did it. Someone said he, he's been hospitalized for illness for a long time. And God just showed up. And how did he show up? Healing. Delivered completely. Hallelujah. Is there anyone here that has been believing God for healing? His healing power. Bible says by the stripes upon Jesus were healed. And I declare in the name of Jesus that if there's anyone here under any infirmity, Bible says at the name of Jesus, irrespective of what the name of that infirmity is, that every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the King. I speak authoritatively from the throne of heaven. And I say be healed in the name of Jesus. Our Father we thank you. Lord we exalt you. We are going to be taking our scripture together. Um, Ephesians 3. 20 and 21. Let's rise as we read it together. One to go. Now to him. Who is able to do exceedingly. 
abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please let's be seated. And like I said during the first service, the word I got was that God is setting you as a platform for men and nations to rise in the name of Jesus. God is setting you as a platform. What does it mean for God to set us as a platform? That means you will be the person that will lead to breakthrough of many. Amen? And I pray that every st- barrier standing in your way is falling in the name of Jesus. Sometimes we have those barriers standing in our way. And one of the things I heard God say is that, guess what? Sometimes we are even the barriers standing in our way. How? Because we don't have faith. Jesus talked about three types of faith. There are three levels of faith. The first one is no faith. That's what we read about the apostles. Right? They were scared. And Jesus said, how come you people no faith? That means they don't believe. Fear came in. They faced the challenge and they gave in. The second one is little faith. That's what Jesus told Peter when when Jesus was walking on the water. Right? And he told him, come. And he stepped out. He started walking. So that means we can walk on water exceedingly, abundantly, far above all. We could ever what? Ask or think. So Peter thought, Jesus, tell me to come. Let me walk on water. And Jesus said, come. And he stepped out. I'm not sure I will have been able to do it. (laughs) Right. But Peter did it. But what does it mean for God to cause us to walk on water? That means we'll be daily, in a, on a daily basis, we'll be experiencing exceeding abundance. We'll be experiencing breakthrough, miracles. Because it's when people don't have words to explain it, what you have gone through, that's when they say it's miracle. Because it's only God that could have done it. And so shall it be concerning us in the name of Jesus. So I, I looked at what does, he, what does exceeding mean? Exceeding. It means to be better than, to go beyond what the limits are. There's a set limit, but to go beyond it. Abundantly, that means to have something plentiful in large quantity. Above all, at a higher level than what we are thinking. Than what we are thinking. According to his power that works in us. Is his power working in us? It is power working in us. We believe it. And that's one of the things that happens. When his power works in us, we are able to do much more than we could ever have thought. So how how can we experience exceeding abundance above all? The first one is through our confessions. Through our confessions. What do we confess? Bible says you decree a thing and it shall be established. And light will shine. Light will shine on your ways. 
So you must begin to take authority over situations. There was a particular point in my life where when I have things planned and I step out, I see that things are not going the way I had planned. In fact, it's like someone is always coming to hijack my day from me and change my agenda. So I started doing one thing. Every first day of the week, Monday, I will fast. And I'm saying, I'm fasting when I'm facing, when every Monday is a buffet morning. So that means we have meeting. There will be food, I mean, to eat. But I will close my eyes. And from there, I started taking authority over those things. What are the things that God is telling you? Are you paying attention? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. Plans of good and not of evil. Of not, not of evil. To give you what? It, yeah, so another version says to give you a future and a hope. Right? To bring you to an expected end. So what does that mean? God already has planned for us. And I, I mean, particularly when um, Tony was leading us in prayer, we pray that God let my will be submitted into what? Your will. Because one of these things that stops us from experiencing God's plan, this exceeding abundance, is what? Walking in our own will and not following what God's plan was for our life. I pray that God will help us that at every point in time in our life, when we get to that point where we have to choose between his will for us and our own will, that we will always surrender to him. That we will always surrender to him. Because that's one of the secrets to experiencing abundance, exceeding abundance, exceedingly, abundantly, above all, above all. What are the other ways? Through our worship and praises, David said, I will enter his gate, that's some hundred, through, with thanksgiving in my heart, it's caught with praise, it's caught with praise. what we could ask or think. What are those things you have been asking God for? What are those things you've been thinking about? Have you knocked on the gate of heaven? And I I mean, I I have quite a number of things. One of the ways we can ask or think is through prayers. Through prayers. Ask or think. And um, this last Thursday, I mean, so Thursday, every Thursday and Friday we have a prayer session. Uh, we call it request between six and seven in the morning. I encourage you to join. This last Friday, particularly, um, was Pastor Toluda led us. It was it was profound, really, because after the session, like I said during the first service, one hour after I was still meditating on the things we prayed on. You know, Jesus Himself said that. Some of these things will not happen unless through prayer and fasting. He said so in Mark eleven twenty two to 24. I mean, he said, have faith in God. For I say to you, if you say to one thing, be cast into the sea, it will be moved. And wherever you pray for and believe that you receive them, you will have them. You will have those things. So, through prayer, 
So what 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 I, and what I wanted to to emphasize on on that session is that day when we were praying. I heard God say that sometimes God is taking some of us through a process, through a process. So and one of the things we prayed on was David. Um, David was a shepherd and he's gone through. Um, at at the, at some point, David. Um, Samuel came to anoint someone for king in Jesse's house. And when he came, they were not expecting David to be the person that would be anointed as a king. What does that mean? Maybe there's someone here, nobody even expects you. People, there's someone that will say, this one, nothing can come from this person. Let's move to the next person. But God is saying that your, rele- your relevance is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. Because he's going to bring you, I mean, to going to set things in such a way that his name will be glorified in your life. Hallelujah. I, I shared an example in the morning. Um, so, in asking and in praying, I like John 9, where disciples came to Jesus about the man that was born blind. And this man. The, the disciples did not they did not even pray for the man. They simply asked the question, Jesus, who who should we blame for this? Is it the parents that sinned? Is he him or what could have been responsible? And Jesus said, It's none of it. That but this happened to him so that God's name will be glorified. Hallelujah. Guess what? From asking Jesus' question, the man got his miracle. Just a question. What does that tell me? That means you are going through situations today. Have you asked questions from God? Do you have a friend that is going through a situation? Have you gone to God to just ask a question? Are you seeing God giving you solution to things that have been bothering you? Just ask him. And you have the breakthrough in the name of Jesus. And that's how the man's eyes were opened. People were asking, is that not the man that was born blind? Ah, what, what happened? He said, Jesus is the one that healed him. I, I, I shared an example earlier today. And I had someone that um, I was, I, I mean, close to his sister and were looking for a job for him. You know, sometimes in Nigeria, it can be difficult to get, trying to get a job. It can be difficult. So I just told the sister that, you know what? Let's see what we can do and let's, let's see how God will help. Every attempt to get a job was very difficult. But finally, I was able to run to someone and say, please, just help me. Help me. This one is like my brother. I mean, just help me any way you can help me. So the guy said, okay, I will take him. And he put him, the salary is not even enough to take him, like transportation, the month, and feed him. But I just told the sister that don't worry. Let him just start. And let him apply himself. And this was, this is 11 months now. Right. So April was 10 months ago. And this guy is not in Lagos. This guy is from the village. So then, that was a year ago when I speak to him, because I started speaking to him around February last year. When I'm speaking to him, his English has all the accents of the village. 
So you can imagine that person coming to Lagos to come and work. So that time when I talk to him, ah, I'm always like, I don't know what people in the office, what would be, what they'll be thinking, um, where he was working. But I told him, Oga, one thing you need to do: apply yourself to this job you're doing. We're talking about exceedingly abundantly above all. How can we tap into this from the things we do? The businesses we do, the studies we do. So three months after I engaged him, I, I so I tried to keep track to be sure of what he's doing. Okay, I, I saw that okay, I think it's coming up. Six months after I I'm like, okay, I think you are ready. We are talking well now. We are talking like a professional. Right. So there's a job he's been applying for. So Sometimes I, I help him put in a word. He's applied five times, five times. One rejected, second rejected, third rejected, fourth rejected, fifth time rejected. Rejected. So I'm speaking about exceeding abundance, right? The same place, it just happened that what he has learned in the last 10 months now became so relevant that they needed the skill. Guess what? He wasn't qualified because normally they would have required someone with three years experience. But the way he spoke, everybody said this is the man for the job. So they gave him the benefit of someone that had three years experience. So I can't, I won't even discuss how much he was given. So from zero, zero, 11 months ago, zero. Today is not near the same place. I pray for someone here. You've been looking for that opportunity. That opportunity is here. I say that opportunity is here. In the name of Jesus. And God is saying, make sure you are ready. Hmm? Make sure you are ready. In our daily living, do we do we uh, have more of him? more of God, in our work with him, in faith, do we desire more of God, exceedingly, abundantly, not just in the things we do, but even in our work with, with God. Do we desire more of him? Hebrews 11, 1 to 2, I'll read um, the message version. It says, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's a handle on what we can see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors. Set them above what? The crowd. Set them above the crowd. Are you ready to be set above the crowd? Are we ready to connect to God on a different level of faith? You know, there's a centurion that came to Jesus. And Jesus told him, that's the third level of faith. Jesus told him, he told Jesus, that don't bother going with me. My, my um, servant is ill. But don't bother going with me. Speak your word. And it will be done. Guess what? Jesus said, this man, he has not seen this kind of faith in his stuff. That's great faith. Do we believe in what the word of God has said concerning us? 
in our daily living, Psalm 37, 4 to 6. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as light, and your justice as the noonday. Do we believe it when we read these things? Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment is condemned. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are saved. Do you ever stand to say, Father, today I run under the shadow of your name. Whatever they said concerning me, I run under the shadow of your name. He's the only one that can save. I like what Yoruba says. They call him Agbani Lagbaton. The one that rescues completely. With no leftovers. Another way is through divine partnership. Divine partnership. And how does God do this? Through covenant. You know, covenant is more than an agreement. Is more than an agreement. It's one of the, 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 what I call systems of advantage that God has set for his children to set them apart from the rest of the world. And we see that in the life of, of Noah. In Genesis 6.18 where God said, I will establish my covenant with you and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, your sons, and their wives, all of you going to the ark, I will save you from the destruction that was coming upon the earth. Could you imagine what it is for someone to have the whole world to himself? Only Noah. In the whole world. Exceeding abundantly above all, according to his power that works in us. Is his power working in us? Is his power working in you? Acts 10 38 talks about how God anointed Jesus with Holy Spirit and power. And that made him to do a lot of wonders. Healing people who are oppressed from the hand of the devil because God was with him. I just want us to stretch out our hands and say, God be with me. God be with me. Manifestation of his power through anointing. Father, let me manifest your power. Anoint me fresh for your work in the name of Jesus. Anoint me fresh in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Second Kings thirteen twenty one talks about a man. I mean, they were they were burying a man. They was they were trying to bury a man, and something strange happened. That man, the body touched bone of Elisha, and that man came back to life. What else could be from one end to the other? Trying to bury someone, people are mourning, and life came back. Restoration. Exceeding abundance. 
for anyone who has been working on any project and it looks like it's dead. Life is coming back into it from this moment. I say life is coming back into it from this moment. Or maybe people have looked at it that anything you do is always going down. From this moment, I speak the word to you and I say that life begins to... I mean, I speak life into your situation from this moment in the name of Jesus. The power of God that raised Christ from the dead will raise every of those situations concerning you. Amen. I like what T.G. Jakes, what he talked about on, on Lion, and I, I listened to this. He said Lion is, is very powerful, but, you know, he gave a scenario about Lion. I personally like Lion. I watch, in fact, now I'm better. Before I got married, I used to watch the big five in Africa, so not do well. I watch three hours every Sunday after church, yes, to feed myself and see how these animals how they walk in the, the, in the forest. <laughs> and I actually like lion because of the attitude. And it's not strange. So when you see in the scripture, and Bible talks about Jesus as lion of, Jude, of the tribe of Judah, just watch lion. He's not the biggest of all the animals, but he attacks any of those big ones. And when he shows up, others will run away. Now, so, but what he said about lion is a lion cub has been brought home and was raised at home raised at home. And what happened? Even by the time the lion is grown, they still lock the lion up in the cage. Even though this is now his natural habitat. He doesn't know about chasing animals in the forest. He doesn't chase anyone. But what, ha- what, what happened? Because we know what potential that lion carries. We will not even take chance of leaving the lion to be strolling in this church now. If one enters now, I'm sure I'll be the first. You people will just see me by that door and I'm out. You wonder how he did it. But it's because of the potential it carries. But again, there's something about that lion. His instinct within itself knows that some, when he sees things, that thing will charge him. That let me move towards this. What am I saying? According to his power that works in us. God's power is within us. Let's express it. To experience the full abundance. We need to express that power. And God will help us. Let's rise up on our feet. What are those hindrances to his power working in us? That can make us to meet expectations. Let's begin to say, Father, have your way in my life. In the name of Jesus, let your will be done in my life. It says, according to his power that works in us. According to his power that works in us. Is it disobedience? I say, Father, just help me to have a heart that obeys you. In the name of Jesus. One of the things that hold us down is, is sin. For some of us, we've not even given our life to Jesus. How do we want, what, want his power to walk with us? To r- truly experience 
exceeding abundance without having Jesus committing our lives to him, to follow him. I just want to make this call. If you are here and you have never said, yes, Jesus, I surrender my life to you, or you have done that before, but you've gone back. God is calling you now. Please come out quickly. Please come out if you are here. Come out quickly, quickly, quickly. Because God said your season to begin to experience abundance is here. Exceeding abundance. If you are here, please come out. Is there anyone? Our Father and our God, we thank you. Father, we praise your name. Thank you for your word. Thank you for open doors. Father, thank you for your favor that surrounds us like rivers. Father, thank you because you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all we could ever ask or think. Thank you because you are empowering us by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for opening our eyes of understanding. Father, we exalt your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.